Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. As a new installment into our regular Employment Matters series, we have a special edition called Travel Tuesdays, Doing Business In, which will focus on individual jurisdictions around the globe. And each week, we're going to visit some of our members and learn what it's going to be like to do business in their country. Joining us today on the program is Marco Repic, partner at Doklestik, Repic, and Gajan in Serbia. Marco, let's update everybody on what it's like to do business in Serbia. How are you doing today? Hi, Pete. It's very good to see you after after a while. I think you look a little bit different, but I like your <laughs> look. <laughs> well, you know, COVID does change us, but it's good to see you as well. You know, for those that are listening in, we do look at each other on Employment Matters. But let's jump right in. We want to hear more about what it's like to do business in Serbia. So can you give our audience an overview of your jurisdiction, maybe talk about the economy, population, demographics, maybe point out some key industries and and give us some facts on that if you can. Well, Serbia is part of the Southeast Europe. It's about 7 million people. It's comparing to like Arizona or Washington State in in the States. It's a developing country. I could say that, although it's in Europe, but I think in the last few years, we see the growth, significant growth, the climate change in favor to various investors. We have uh, investors from all over the world, from China to to the States, and of, of course, from the EU countries, especially the one we are neighboring with. What is very important for, for the listeners to understand that basically, Here you have a lot of international companies already present in Serbia. They did the privatization starting from 2000 until today. So uh, you have a lot of companies here. Also, you have a strong workforce here. In in a sense, they're all trained employees, high-skilled, skilled with English language, with the soft skills, with a computer literacy. So if you need this, the Serbia is one of the key places. Let's talk about some of the key industries, if we can, in your province. What are some of the industries that lead the business and economics in Serbia? I think nowadays it's definitely IT. I learned that last year from the IT industry, it was the biggest industry and biggest export from Serbia. So thanks to the COVID, it even booming even, even more. So we provide support to the IT sectors, making video games or all kinds of things, all related to IT. It's huge, huge, huge industry, along with various pharmaceuticals and the car industry. Car industry, great. Yeah, and I know they also do some communications equipment there. You also have some agricultural machinery and things. So it sounds yeah. like there's lots of opportunities to bring industry into Serbia. Yeah, sure, sure. I think there is a lot of investments in, in here in Serbia in the industry because there is a lot of subsidies provided by the by the country for all foreign investors. They are all covered here by the, the treaties that could provide additional support to all investors. So I believe it's good. It's a good place to invest here. So Marco, what are the key structural issues to address when employing locally in Serbia? Do you have unions or work councils or what do international employers need to know about if they're going to hire people in Serbia? 
Well, they definitely need to be aware of the strong working councils and strong unions and that there is a lot of labor codes that you need to follow. You know, it's to some extent, it's formal legislation that you have to be aware of. It's completely different to to the states, you know, where you have more liberty in hiring and firing people. You need to follow some regulations and some rules. It's to some extent, it could be a bureaucracy for for the companies. So it sounds like pro-business versus pro-employee. Is Serbia more a pro-employee jurisdiction? Yeah. Definitely, it's pro-employee. So the the role of lawyers with expert in in the labor law, it's it's imperative. You know, you know, just to prepare in advance, you need to have appropriate bylaws put in place, good negotiation techniques with trade unions. So basically, you need high skilled lawyers in, in the labor law. And how are the prospects for cross-border opportunities within the region? Is there any immigration standards or things that are challenging for bringing people in and out of Serbia? What are you experiencing there? In Serbia, it's relatively liberate, so I could say. So you don't need any uh, visas if you come from the States, for example, or, or from the EU, if we want to stay only up to 90 days. If you want to stay more, you will need to obtain additional approval from the states. And if you want from the state, and if you want to work here, you need additional paperwork like uh, work permit. And this is something what we could help you with. Great. Well, this has been a very interesting discussion. I've been to your country. It's an amazing place. And it sounds like business is booming and doors are open to do things. But you need to have your, uh, as we say in the States, your ducks in a row. I don't know what the equivalent phrase in Serbia would be, but you need to be organized. And it seems like your firm in Serbia are going to be able to help people out with that. So thanks so much for your update, Marco. Thank you. Thank you for a call. I hope that this will lead to some other interesting opportunities to all of us. Great. Thanks so much. If you'd like to connect with Marco and his firm, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Also visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars download white papers, get access to on-demand content from the online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.